0: This is a Cortez Currents news update. This is the second in what has turned out to be a series of interviews about the need for a plan to help the 1,500 fish farm workers who will allegedly be losing their jobs because of the decision to phase out fish farms in the Discovery Islands. Stan Probish, science advisor with the Watershed Watch Salmon Society, is questioning the numbers. Are 1,500 people actually losing their jobs? After my interview with Probish, Someone from the B.C. Salmon Farmers Association informed me that the 1,500 figure is a combination of direct and indirect jobs. He said the actual total is 1,498, and 672 of these people are directly employed through the Discovery Island fish farm operations. Stan Probish told me,
1: I have heard that the industry was blindsided by this decision. People were surprised, shocked. But I just want to remind everyone that this isn't a surprise. This was explicitly stated in recommendations from the Cohen Inquiry that was tabled eight years ago. And one of the recommendations stated that the farms in the Discovery Islands should be removed in 2020. So. Everyone knew that this was going to likely happen. So I think it's a little bit irresponsible for the industry to suggest that they were blindsided. They should have been preparing for this a long time ago. They should have been preparing a sort of transition to um, help their uh, employees. But now we're just hearing cries from them about being blindsided. So I, I'm just not really clear on those sorts of statements coming from industry. And uh, I'd also like to clarify a thing that I've been hearing as well about potentially 1,500 jobs being lost. And again, I got to raise some questions about that. I, I do really feel for the few people that will potentially lose their jobs But let's do some math here. So there are 18 farms are being transitioned out of that area. Many of those aren't even operational. I'll just estimate, let's just say 10. And I think this is a very safe estimate. 10 are operating. Say five people work on a farm. That's 50 jobs. Let's add another 50 for processing and transportation and sales. 100 let's just add another 100 on top there to be safe and maybe another 100 that's 300 jobs i'm just not sure where they're getting these this 1500 from and uh, to be quite honest i've worked on this for you know almost 15 years and we have never been able to get clarification on the industry's numbers with regards to how they calculate exactly their job estimates. So there are some questions around the the accuracy of those claims as well. So not to diminish from the real tough situation that a few people are in, but I, I suppose we really need to look at the impacts of this industry on other sectors, like the commercial fishery. How many jobs have been lost because of losses in wild salmon due to parasites and diseases from fish farms? What about the wild wilderness tourism industry? How about guides, local guides, both wilderness guides, recreational fishing guides? So, you know, you got to weigh both things here and both uh, sides of the coin, I suppose.
0: Can you prove that sea lice or anything else connected to a uh, fish farm, have caused fishermen or ecotour guides to lose their jobs?
1: That's a very good question. I, I can't prove without a doubt 100% certainty that there have been jobs lost because of fish farms. It's it's tough to prove anything with 100% certainty. So I would suggest that salmon farms are a contributing factor, and I don't think that's debatable to wild salmon declines and I'm not going to say that they're a hundred percent responsible for the lost uh, those lost jobs but are they a contributing factor yeah I certainly believe so and there's been a fair bit of science that shows that they contribute to wild salmon
0: population declines we've sort of crossed that anyways it's decided now I think <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should I hope, so. I, mean, <laughs> I hope so I mean I hope so But what you're saying is that we could be looking at anything from a a major economic impact, 1,500 jobs on Campbell River and Port Hardy and Port McNeil, to a major impact on a few families, and we don't actually know which.
1: Yeah, I just don't buy the 1,500 jobs number. I mean like, unless you show me where those numbers are exactly coming from, does that actually, does that like, for example, do their calculations include the five minutes that the Tim Hortons guy sells a coffee to a fish farmer going to a fish farm, you know, like I'm assuming that those calculations include that sort of thing. And we just really need to get down to the bottom of this instead of throwing around these frankly, unbelievable numbers that the industry has done for, you know, a decade.
0: What do you think about putting money into retraining these uh, workers?
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's that I I guess that's not really my, my focus. I mean, I kind of like focus on primarily the environmental impacts and interactions between farm fish and and wild fish. Should there be some sort of retraining program? Um, You know, I think that, a lot of people have been talking about this idea of transitioning this industry out of open nets uh, into onto land. So I think perhaps it could be encompassed in that perhaps there are some sort of offsets to uh, setting up a, a land-based system that could be installed by the federal government. I'm not really sure the best way forward. That's kind of not my area uh, of expertise. But I do know that there are jurisdictions um, around the world that are moving forward with these technologies. And there just seems to be this sort of resistance, especially Western Canada, to this technology primarily led by the industry, uh, the open net industry. So I think we need to change. And I think perhaps maybe they're starting to see uh, the writing on the wall, perhaps after this bitterness passes, maybe we'll see that sort of transition. And that's what I'm hopeful for. Other places in the world are uh, recognizing that maybe open net salmon farming isn't the way to go. We're seeing large farms being uh, established in the USA, land-based salmon farms. There's one in Florida being built. There's a number on the east, Nevada, Uh, Closed containment farms are being planned. We're going to miss the boat if we don't actually transition towards a more environmentally sustainable method of, of growing fish.
0: You've been listening to an interview with Stan Probish, a fisheries biologist with the Watershed Watch Salmon Society, who questions the numbers behind the current pushback from Discovery Island fish farmers and the mayors of four communities in that region Cortes Currents is in the middle of setting up an interview with someone from the B.C. Salmon Farmers' Association. The mayor of Campbell River declined my invitation to be interviewed, and I've reached out to a couple of the other mayors for comment. So far, none of the First Nations I emailed have responded.